A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot org. Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds, and while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. We have a bit of a change of pace this episode. Back on episode 171, 10 episodes ago in the long ago days of early November, Leslie Zane and I were chatting as we got ready to record. And just as I hit the record button, she asked me a question. I'd heard it before, but never really answered it. So here on this special episode, we share that short discussion. This won't take long. Before you know it, you'll be back to your holiday festivities. So here's that chat. Why did you name the podcast Confessions of a Marketer? And what was your motivation? Because I, I I thought it was a super interesting name and I have a lot of confessions to make. So tell me your thought. Well, my thought was... In about 2015, I started thinking about doing a podcast, and I thought of aiming it at CMOs. So I was going to call it the portable CMO. So it'd hmm. be kind of like, you know, think of the portable Thoreau or something that you carried around yeah. when you were in college. And, and this would be a version of that, but it would have wisdom for CMOs. And as I tried that idea out informally, it just seemed to be too limiting because not everybody in marketing is a CMO and certainly not everybody who does work in marketing is a CMO. There are thousands upon thousands of people in marketing who make decisions and need to learn. And and so I thought, well, it should be more about marketing, you know, in general, not just about executives. And I was talking with an old colleague of mine who was actually the first guest, Tony Temple who is one of the finest creative directors in the world. And we were talking about what it was that I wanted to do on the podcast. And he said, well, it's really confessions, isn't it? It's really someone coming to confession and telling you everything that they know. And so that's how it, I arrived at Confessions of a Marketer. And the format, I don't ask you for a confession, but usually something like that does come out where the root of the subject that we're talking about, the truth, if you want that, yeah. comes out at some point. And so I've kind of kept it more as a, a metaphor than an actual thing that I want people to do. Although 
I tend to think this format really encourages people to be really honest. And so by that, I grew up Catholic. And I remember going to, I think the last time I went to confession was during the first year of the Carter administration. So it's been a while. (laughs) But the freedom of unburdening yourself of something is kind of what I was going for. So what that makes me think is that when you say, why is that important? I mean, the other question to ask is, why is that happening? Because I could explain that it's not a failure of innovation. It's not a failure of productivity. It's not even a failure of leadership. It's that we're still following an old set of marketing principles that were created in the days of Mad Men. Well, right. And and what is the first thing? If you, I've worked in many companies, and what's the first thing anyone does when they want to make a decision about marketing? They say, what are our competitors doing? Yeah. Right. And so they go and look at the websites, they get all the collateral they can get. And God knows if that's even working. Right. So, so, so the best thing to do is to look inside yourself and look at your values, look at the company's values. And what do we stand for? Well, that's what marketing is. As Steve Jobs said, marketing is about values. It's a reflection of a company. So if all you can reflect is your competitors, you're doing it wrong. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But that is sort of the confession here that marketers actually don't know what's driving their own businesses. That is truly the confession. Yeah, and I I think the people that I've had on here are the kinds of people who think a bit differently about it. Yeah. You know, they, they think about, you know, solutions that are kind of reflective of the company itself, not what everyone else is doing, you know, zigging while everyone else is zagging is is really what the approach is. But we do live in a world of franchises and and big corporations that have stores and offices all over the place. TV is the same in every market. Radio sounds the same. And in fact, because of some of the big chains, they're the same people on the radio everywhere. So it's a world of sameness. So what's the best thing to do in a world of sameness? Be different, right? Yeah, be different, but it turns out that the brain loves the familiar. Mm -hmm. So the challenge there is how do you be familiar and differentiated at the same time? And one of the things that we've learned is that uniqueness is overrated. Mm -hmm. The familiar is good, but the risk there is you're just generic. And so what you really want to do is be distinctive, which means you can leverage something familiar, but do it in your own distinctive way. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I guess doing something different in a way that is approachable, right? And using familiar phrases, but maybe using them in a different way. Yeah, you have to have some anchors. You have to have some anchors where people understand that it there's something in their memories already that this can piggyback onto. That's really the whole approach that we advocate is piggybacking onto the brain's own memories and the brain's own behavior change mechanism, which allows you to do more with less. It's interesting that you ask about that because it's the name of the podcast because it's something I don't really think that much about. <laughs> All right, that does it for this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark Reed Edwards, executive producer, writer, and host of Confessions of a Marketer. Shep Salau is my producer, helping put together the shows every week. 
Annalyn Timball is my assistant, and she helps with guest relations and getting everything scheduled just right. Thanks, Sheb and Annalyn. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2020. Stay healthy, and see you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home-free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.